Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Shiggles. I'm your host, that guy Rickster. And this is Darren. Hi guys. And this week, we decided we're going to be talking about organized religion. But before we get into it, how has your week been? <sighs> I've been so sick. Do not live in a place if you have allergies where the temperature is constantly fluctuating. New York is like the gift that keeps on giving. One day it's hot, one day it's cold. It should be winter, but it feels like spring. And then the next week it's freezing. So if your allergies is very temperamental like me, you will not survive here. But I'm yeah. better now, so. Well, that's good. Um, I'm in Florida, and you know, it's supposed to feel hot all the time like you're in the caribbean but for some reason the weather here just doesn't know what it wants to do like one day it is cold the next day it's very hot so it's just like just plain plain tricks on us i don't know what's going on but um my week has been good we got some bad no news recently but apart from that the week the week was good can't really complain but yeah that's that's about it so anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Moving on. Let's get into the topic. Organized religion. Um, I think the reason why I wanted to talk about this, I don't remember what I saw come up. Something came up recently why, why this came to mind. But can't remember right now. Eventually I will. But what I specifically wanted to talk about was the fact that, you know, a lot of people... Let's. I'm going to preface this by saying, I grew up in the church. I grew up Adventist. I grew up Adventist too. There we go. We both grew up Adventist, going to church every Saturday. I believe in the Lord. I am a Christian. I'm, I I I have. I won't say I'm a devout Christian, but I do have faith. So well, it's a little bit different for me, no, but different how. Um, in high school, I thought maybe I was like atheist, but I think like no. Oh. Growing up, I think I'm more agnostic where I really don't care. As in, like, okay. if there's a God or if there isn't a God, like, who created us? Like, I literally don't care about it, to be honest. Um, And uh, let me just preface this by saying whatever my opinions or my thoughts are um, on religion going forward into this podcast is not to shit or disrespect on uh anyone's belief your belief is just these are just my personal feelings towards things because i know different people have different faiths or different depths um into religion christianity all of that true so this the these are just our opinions and our thoughts on the whole topic and i know it's a very sensitive topic as well like people tend to stay away from it especially in workplaces like you don't really discuss religion because you never know you know but I just recently, especially living here, I've noticed that, and even in Jamaica, it's done in Jamaica as well, religion is used, they weaponize religion a lot. Like whenever it is that someone wants their objective or whatever they believe to be true, to be pushed forward their, their agenda, they hop on the Bible. And in my head, a lot of the times I'm like, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> that makes no sense. So it's not that I don't, and I, I've said this a lot of times, that 
a lot of people who are Christians, but they don't go to church every Saturday or every Sunday. Most times, they are better Christians than the ones who are in church sitting down every single day. That's just how I feel sometimes. True, them go to church, them sins don't need forgiving. (laughs) But um, we're not going to do that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I i do agree with that um to be honest i've literally seen people and even non-christians as well people like outside of like you know church or like religious practices they do lead a better more morally correct life um, yes. in terms of how they treat people um how they address situations and you know stuff like that and it's something i've always observed but you know to each their own yeah, because I'm mostly of the point of view that you can believe what you want to believe. I can believe what I want to believe. At the end of the day, we can both sit down and we can have a discussion and we can agree to disagree and move on. We don't but need to nec- start wars over it. But not necessarily. Um, and I think this is one of the things that I struggle with religion. You're supposed to, right? And I respect any anyone's religious practices um it doesn't matter if you're muslim christian like if that's what you believe in i will always respect that and i adjust myself accordingly when i'm around Mm -hmm. and this is coming from a person who is no longer a religious person right however on the flip side religious people tend to not want to respect um that's what i'm saying non-religious people um live their life and i think it's very hypocritical in a sense because if i can respect respect that you know um say for example you're muslim you know you cover your hair you do all of that um why is it that you can't respect the things that i do outside i don't get it like why can't we get to that halfway point where i'm allowed to live my life the way i see and you're allowed to live your life based on your you know, but it's not just how they look at people who are non-Christian, who are non-religious. It's how they look at people who practice other religions. It's almost like I'm the truth, and you have to listen to what I have to say. Whatever you have to say is ridiculous. Don't tell me about your God. But that's what I'm saying. Like at some point, I think we can all just have conversations and then move on. Why does it have to be this crazy thing of? My way is the only way, and it has to be that way. It makes no sense to me, because I think we can all we can all worship, we can all have faith, and believe what we what we believe, and that could be our truth. Why my truth doesn't have to be your truth, and and that's that's really the reality of it. But people don't look at it that way. Um, and to touch on, on a, in, something initially that you said um, about the whole control thing. Every time um, I go through life, I see new problems, new situations. I always look at religion. And this isn't specifically Christianity, like all religion. It's like a form of control in a sense. And as you said, like people yes. impose things and they interpret it the, the way they want to, to get what they want out of society or out of a situation. Um, Christianity per se, and this is one of the reasons why as a black person, um, I will forever struggle to get into Christianity. Christianity was introduced by slave masters. That's 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 the borderline bottom of it. Uh, 
they were given specific verses and stuff like that, like, you know, slaves should obey their masters, you know, little things like that. So it's always been like a weapon of control, but it got so indoctrinated and ingrained in people's mind that they still live those practices today. Ask yourself this question, but before you say this, ask yourself this question. If we didn't experience slavery, do you think you'd be a Christian? Because that's where you got the religion from. That is a question. (laughs) And it's a very valid question I always have. Have certain people, certain cultures not gone through slavery? Would they still have the religion that they have today? But it's not just slavery because they went... Well... Especially the Roman Catholic Church. They kind of like went <laughs> into a lot of countries <laughs> and demolished what their religion was, their religion practices, because they're like, no, that's wrong. You should be doing it how I do it. And I just and always you, thought that was wrong. We shouldn't, we, that should never have been the case. And you see, for me, um, it's just the amount of debt and hate um, in the name of religion that was kind of like, gone through you know modern society and society before it makes mm-hmm. me look at it as a way like do we actually need this because if you look on every single aspect of things in society a lot of it a lot of laws are ingrained based on religious or were ingrained based on religious practices True. um like you know the whole homosexuality thing like a lot of things are religions and i don't think and that's something that i hate as well i don't think a particular religion or particular religious practices should impose their values and morals and then connect it into the laws of society because not everyone uh shares the same religion and not everyone shares the same belief so to impose your beliefs on a normal citizen that is not religious through the means or ways of a law that that's that's just nah, no it's just ridiculous it's ridiculous i remember why i that this topic came to mind see i told you it would come back to me once i mean because you're talking to someone as smart as i am with you know a little information to to lead you to the this has nothing to do with you (laughs) it came back to me so calm down anyway I was listening to another podcast. It called it's called Here's the Thing with Kevin Stage and that chick Angel. Really love their podcast. So they're two people who they grew up in the church as well and whatever. But they they played this clip of this pastor. Well, a few clips. Um, one of them ha- you uh, you've probably heard it with I think it's T D Jakes whatever his name saying the whole swallowed thing. There's that one that yeah, they played. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's that one that they played, and there's this other one with this is a female female um minister. She's saying how she's looking down in the congregation and the men, their their pants, they're so tight, and when they're shouting, their knees are together. That's not manly, that's very feminine. And the women, they have their legs open while they're shouting and blah blah blah. And it's not their men. The 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 women are more the women are more masculine, the men are more feminine. What's going on? It's not right, blah blah blah. And in my head I'm like the congregation as well, 
they have a part to play in a lot of the things that these pastors say and get away with. Because they no, half the time when I hear these clips going around, they are saying absolute shit and it makes no sense. But the congregation is there boosting out, yes, pastor, yes, that's right. It's not right. If the pastor is not making sense, like, don't, don't boost them up. It makes no sense. But the thing is, a lot of people, they are so ingrained and so steep in whatever their religious practice so is. indoctrinated. Yes. They cannot see when they're being played because a lot of these pastors are absolutely talking shit out of the side of their mouths and it makes no sense. I hate that so much because I'm assuming a place of worship should be you worshiping, you know, whichever god that religion mm -hmm. is about so whenever i see videos like that with people like spewing hate or they're talking about things that are going on in the world that are not of their religion it makes me question things like is this an institution of love protection um and worship or is it like an institution of hate because what's going outside in the world should not really concern you because your believers and your congregation they're secure in your faith so you should be further reinforcing your faith with your god why is you it that think. what's happening outside who's wearing what who's doing what i don't get it and this is one of the things why i cannot get behind the church so back home in jamaica right jamaica is very a very beautiful country like i'm 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 proud to be jamaican but like we have one of the most like square foot per church or some shit like, something capita. like that per capita or something like that because everywhere you turn in jamaica you see three four five six seven churches mm -hmm. um jamaica got so many problems crime um a terrible economy a lot of things right you will literally hear of like a mass murder well not really a mass murder but like maybe gunmen maybe gone down maybe five six seven person today and then it happened tomorrow and tomorrow and so forth and you will never want to see the church come out and protest against, you know, these murders and be like, yo, um, as a society, we got to be more godly, like protect each other, not kill each other. They will never do that. Kids will go missing. Kids will get raped. They will never, ever do that. But let them see two men kissing in them streets. Not just kids. They don't have to be kissing. Just see them walking together. See them walking together. It's placards tomorrow. This needs to end. And it's like, at what point, like a man being with another man, that's 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 where you um that's that's where your moral that's compass kicks in. That's where you draw the line. That's where you draw the line. Not people being killed. And it's 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 just those little things, you know. It's those little things plus a lot of other things about religion in itself. Why I'm like, you know, this is this isn't for me. One of the other things I grew up hearing a lot while I was going to church, and I think a lot of people can attest to this because they have probably heard this sermon being preached by some pastor along the way. What does Sister Mary wearing to church, her short dress, have to do with you? Why are you on the pulpit saying, you women who are out there wearing these things to, <laughs> to, to, to tempt the men of the church and blah, blah. Why is it tempting the men? Why can't you say men stop looking at Sister Mary in her, in her short dress? And it's the same why should, Bible. One second. Why can't Sister Mary wear her short dress and you just be like, Sister Mary, you look nice and that's it? Why, why is it tempting you? It's the same Bible that says, come as you are. No, there we I go. As, no, I come as I am. And you're going to tell me, no, that is not the way. So what is the truth? Because I'm confused at this point. 
what if Sister Janice only had one short dress and it was the only one that that was clean? Sister Stacy probably had the church. only thing to wear and she decided to come to church because she wanted to worship God and now you're on the pulpit preaching against her. Now, how would you feel as a person in... in I, I would not want to come back. Because I it's remember, almost like a place of judgment. Yes, I remember... <laughs> This is going to probably sound. Bad. I mean, it might sound like I'm 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 coming from a place of hate when it comes to religion, but I am I'm really not. I just have a lot of things that I've seen over the years growing up that I've always had questions about, and nobody had really had have have the answers to them because a lot of the, a lot a lot of it came off as hypocrisy to me. I'm also going to tell no you sense. why you don't have the answer, but continue. So I remember my co- a cousin of mine came to church with us. It was the first time coming to church. And honestly, at the end of the sermon, she, she came to me and she's like, she would revisit the church, but not if that pastor was preaching again. Because she said, <laughs> no, honestly, she said that his sermon just seemed like it was just all about money. And she's like, I'm, I, I came here to hear the word of God, but it just seemed like he was just talking about money and that rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, yeah, that, that, that does, that does sound, that does sound right. <laughs> and honestly, she, she never came back. And but I mean, it's like stuff like that. Like you, you're up there preaching about money for the entire, like hour you're up there. You're probably rubbing somebody the wrong way and they're like, maybe that's all you're into. So they just did, don't come back. And I've I've seen situations like that before because churches pressure people so much to like um give thighs and orphan and I do understand like with every institution like it runs on money in some particular way, but I wouldn't expect like an institution that's supposed to protect like house people and stuff like that, expecting people like to take their last dime and stuff like that, like giving it to the church like the church should be finding ways to be like a charity to be given back to its members. Having True. its members feed the pastor's pocket, that, that don't make any sense to me. And there was a situation back home where this lady, she died. Her family's been struggling all their life and she died and she left her land and her house to the church. Now, I remember hearing that, that story. There's little things like that that pissed me off because your family's suffering and you gave property to the church that could have been sold and, you know, help your family or, you know, divide the land, something. I saw that I was like, like really be, like really be, be for real. Because I've always said this as well. I don't think it's a good look for the pastor of the church to be owning a private jet and helicopters and Bugattis, Lamborghinis, all these things. Every day you come to church, you're dressed in Gucci suits Louis Vuitton and all these things, Yves Saint Laurent, it makes no sense. But then you have the members in the congregation who are literally starving, but then you're up here living on opulent. That is that does not look that is that's not a good look to me. I don't because think it's right. The real truth is I know it's a job, but a lot of pastors treat it like a job job to earn income. Yes. And they do whatever they can do. Because we've heard, we've heard a lot of the stories. There are a lot of documentaries about them. People who get up one day and like start a church because they don't pay tax taxes for one, and within the space of two three years, they're millionaires. Yep, it's ridiculous to me. I, and that is why I think. And my mother asks me all the time, 
when have you gone to church? <laughs> have you prayed today? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I pray every day. Every morning I wake up and every night before I go to my bed, I pray. I might not be religiously going to church, but I still have my belief system. And I think that is my way of staying connected to God. I don't think I physically need to be inside a building to feel like I'm doing the right thing or I'm close to the Lord. But this is the thing. You said something earlier about, you know, not getting the answers to particular things. This is one of the things I struggle with a lot of religions. I'm a very logical, rational sort of person. Um, there's a lot of whys generally that pops up in my mind. And I like to like go on the tandem sometimes and do like research just to find out, just to have a little knowledge. With religion, know. it doesn't allow you to question certain things. Something doesn't make any sense to you. You ask a question or oh, you're backsliding. You're, you're, you're questioning God. You're questioning your faith. And I'm like, you want me to blindly follow something, be led into something, and if I have a question, you can't give me an honest answer without telling me, giving me some bullshit, ridiculous fairy tale story? That sounds like That's a cult. True. That sounds like a cult. I'm supposed to be able to ask questions and in the bible in christianity because that's the religion i know about mainly there's a lot of things that just doesn't make any sense um and i think one of the biggest issues for me is that god is all knowing he's all seeing all of that it's contradictory to me um because he basically knew that every single thing that happened in him, allegedly creating humans and all of that, he knew exactly what part we would have taken. He knew all of this. Why would you still go ahead and do that if you know that we're going to do all of this only to punish us for something that you knew we already would have done because you're all knowing? It, 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 that doesn't make any sense to me. The answer you get all the time when you ask that question is free will. He gave us free will to make our own choices so you give us free will knowing damn well that some of some of us will take either left or right and then punish those that take the left that doesn't make that doesn't sound like free will to me that doesn't sound like free will to me it doesn't make any sense to me and the other beefs that i have is that not beef people are suffering so much honestly like in this current day and age in you know past uh, you know decades people humans have always been suffering um slavery was a huge thing and you're telling me that i'm not once you're not gonna say you you just allowed people to just to be suffering like this and this is this is also to test oh no 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 it no. is a lot like when you and really start it, to sit down and question it really does become a lot and this pushes like a lot of people to suicide and then there's the other thing though if you commit suicide you're not going to be saved because you couldn't handle the pressures of all the tests and trials and tribulations that you were handing out to me. And you also knew I didn't have the mental and the physical capacity to handle this. But yet you still gave me all of it. For what? That doesn't sound like someone that loves me. And this, these are some of the things and the questions that I have. Because looking at my life right now and the people that I love... If it's in my power, I'm not going to put them in positions for them to suffer. 
only to say, oh, I was testing them. If I love them, I'm going to do the best for them. Am I one of those persons? Maybe you are, but you, oh you my can't be a little too cheesy right now. <laughs> but it, it's, 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 just, it's just these sort of like illogical things that don't really make sense to me. Um, oh. And then you get you you suffer because of it. And I'm like, this doesn't sound like someone who loves me at yeah. all. I, and I know that. that's going to sound a little bit harsh, but realistically thinking about it, think about the people that you love right now. Would you intentionally put them through shit and tell them to have faith? If that I person don't think anybody killing, would. If that person end up killing themselves, you're going to have massive guilt that, you know, damn, you know, I shouldn't have, whatever. So it, it, it's just those little things. But at the end of the day, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. I've met people, especially since I've moved here, I've met Muslim people and everything like that. I'm someone who always tries to live within my morals. So I be kind to people, um, regardless of age, sex, religion, all of that, sexuality, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, I expect the same. I don't go out of my way to be mean to anybody. Yeah. Uh, and even if someone shares a different belief, if they're Christian, they're Muslim, I'm able to respect that. Make that person understand uh, what they would do, what they wouldn't do, what they wouldn't want to hear. I meet them there. I just expect yes. the same for me coming from a religious person because I don't disrespect your religion. Don't try to disrespect or tell me how to live my life. I respect yeah. you. You respect me. That's, 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 the, that's plain and simple. Yeah, the last thing I have to say about it before we go to the break is, um, as I said earlier... I'm the type of person who I think we can all just sit down and have conversations because I've, just like you, I've met people from all walks of life during my time on this earth. I've sat down with people from many different faiths and we've had discussions. They've told me about their religion. I've told them about mine because honestly, I find those things fascinating. I find people in general fascinating. I don't mind you sitting and we having a discussion where I have where I take umbrage is when you try to force your belief down my throat and you don't want to listen to what I have to say. At the end of the day, let's just we can just sit down, discuss it, and we can move on. You respect me, I respect you, and that's it. That is it right there. Yep. And with that, we'll take a break. And we're back. Pop culture today. Yep, this is our your pop culture thing. this our pop culture this week. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I kinda love pop culture from music to movies. Uh Megan the Stalin and Nicki Minaj. Let's get into it. That's the hot topic. I remember I remember messaging you about this and I was like, what is going on? Because you're really into pop culture more than I am. I remember sending you the text and I was like, what is going on? I've I've only been seeing people tweeting about it or on Instagram. Or TikTok, but I've not really seen what led to this. But your response to me was, I don't want to talk about it. So what's going on now? To be really honest, at the time that it initially happened, it was was overwhelming. When I say Mm -hmm. it's overwhelming, it's you open Twitter, it's there. You open TikTok, it's there. You open Instagram, it's there. And sometimes in life, you just want to get off work, open social media, and bust two laughs and go about your business so Mm -hmm. this sort of like toxic uh, i guess some people find it entertaining but 
to be honest, not all the time it's entertaining. My beef with it is that... Uh, not beef. They only... Every time there's a social media beef or some shit like this um, between artists, they only give like a fraction of what really causes it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, there are other things that happen behind the scenes or that's been going on for months, years, because things happen within their camps and among themselves and they don't really put it out there until it gets to the boiling point. Yeah. Because I guess this whole thing with Nikki and Meg been going on maybe for four years. Um, oh, really? Because realistically, looking back at it, like, subtle things were being said, like, um, since like 2020 in songs and stuff like that, but it didn't blow up, um, per se. So I guess they had their thing going on, but it wasn't made public. Yeah. My my thing is that I love Nicki Minaj. I love music. Um, I love her clever wordplay. I love her lyricists. I like the animated personality that she brought to music and to rap music because to be really honest, I don't really like rap music. But she brought it to the forefront in such a way that modernized it with um the time. Which, to be time honest, she did change the game. She really she changed did change the game. Because I remember so, when she just came out, like I really loved her. It's like she was different and I really liked it. So she's she's mother for me. Like she's my second favorite, you know. Um however Who's the first? I mean, of course, Lady Gaga. Everybody knows this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, but I and before I even get into what my real issues are with her, I generally say this to people. It's okay to love someone, support someone, stand someone, be a fan of someone, but also understanding when you can take a step outside of the situation. And critique them for whatever is happening that current moment. If they're wrong, they're wrong. If they're wrong, they're wrong. It doesn't mean you love or like them any less. With her, she has a huge legacy. She is... She does. She is the... I don't want to say that name, but she is on the same level of as the other girls from 2010. Gaga, Rihanna, Beyonce, all of these people. At this particular point in your career, I understand that, you know, beefs and disses and jabs in songs is like a part of rap, rap. culture per se. But when it gets borderline hysterical or stupid for me is when the constant rant on social media and i say this per se if you're doing this 24 7 at some point i'm gonna have to mute you because at some point whether you're wrong or right you're going to look crazy to the average person you're always on social media going off you're always going off with people people are going to start now saying that it can't be everybody else it's got to be you at this point in your career like respond to these girls in songs send a song but to be on social media doing this ranting saying all of this like it it looks it looks a lot crazy speaking um, of songs have you have you listened to the songs i haven't listened to any single one of the songs to be okay. honest i just really didn't care about it um or care enough to listen to the songs. okay and i know that you know not everyone will like everyone not everybody will you know get along but initially they had a really genuine friendship that whole TikTok um, audio, okay, okay, uh, uh, boobs is out, boobs ass is out, get it, get it. Those fun moments that they had like in 2019 to 2020. So you can see that they were gen- building a genuine friendship. But as with all friendship shit happen, 
but for it to get public and messy and nasty like this, uh, it's just, you know, that's the beef I have with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. The beef I have with Megan Thee Stallion now, uh, and I hate when people do things when it's convenient to them, but when it's no longer convenient to them, they want to say whatever they want to say. So the real question is, maybe you felt like this all along, but you were looking for a come up. Yeah, so with her, I guess the whole gag for everybody is this Megan's Law thing. Mm-hmm. I never knew what the law was. It's kind of ironic that the law also has her name. Well, Megan is kind of a common name, but yeah, it's kind it is of, very it's common. Ironic. I have a, an aunt with the name Megan. But I guess it's about this whole, the whole pedophile, you know. Yes, it sort, is. Pedophile sort of sex, sexual assault sort of thing. Yeah. So I guess her dig was that, you know, all right, I'm going to dig at her because she's with a known sex offender, blah, 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 blah. Okay, ha, 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 funny. But rewind four years ago, you associated with said person in a song with the sex offender in the music video too. So it hmm. wasn't it wasn't a problem back then when you wanted your first hit because to be honest, Nicki Minaj gave her her first top ten hit with Hot Girl Summer in twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. Yeah, you begged on live, you begged on TikTok, you begged for people to get Nicki Minaj to hop on the song. She did. She gave you a hit with the same sex offender, the same person that you're now dragging her for. That's mad hypocritical to me. That's super hypocritical. Got that. So to me, it's not really a gotcha moment because if it is that you're against such things or such things like you should have never worked with her in the first place and the husband in the first place because he was in the music video too. So it's this this is the reason why I said like I didn't really pay attention to it um, to be honest because it's just Mm -hmm. like uh, this is played out. And it's kind of ironic. She did this and as usual, there's many people who don't like Nicki Minaj. So the moment someone goes against her, everybody's automatically team that person. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, oh, Hot Girl Summer Tour coming soon. So bitch, you use all of this drama and this noise to promote your tour? I mean, all because, publicity because, is good be, publicity. Because you, you dropped an album, Traumazine, before nobody paid it any mind. You dropped a single before called Cobra. Nobody paid it any mind. But the moment you went against Nicki Minaj, everybody starts paying this mind. Everybody starts listening to it. It's predicted to either debut number two, number one on Billboard, which would be your highest debuting single, solo single. So it's just like, did you do all of this just to promote? So it's just like, these are the things why I said Nicki Minaj should stop feeding into these things because a lot of times, once her name is attached to something, it makes it's it going explode. to blow up. And I'm like, you're literally playing into your trap. Just not respond to these people. Because at the end of the day, she is who she is, and no one can take that from her. And she is thing. Nicki Minaj. And 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 there was a TikTok that someone says Nicki Minaj doesn't realize she's Nicki Minaj. I heard another person on a podcast say that as well. And I understand what they mean by that. Because as much as I don't really fuck with this girl, because I don't really know much about her, and I like people I can relate to, I think like. 
Beyonce does a masterclass in just not responding to things. And mm-hmm. at some point, even in our regular waking life, like shit will piss us off, people will do things, but there is a power in no response being a response. Oh, there is. Ignore and I people. I wish people would learn that. And I just think that someone needs to take her phone. She <laughs> she never had like a masterclass in maybe like um social media training or some shit like that, but these rants don't look good to me, um, to be honest. And as much as I like her and I love her a lot, I had to put her on pause, like, because it's just too much. I want to come on the internet and he he ha 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 about someone falling down or some funny video, but it's just all this or cat drama. Videos. Yeah, it's always drama. And sometimes it's like, when you get older, it's just like, okay, it's always some drama. It's always some drama with you. Like, yeah. Can we just have to listen to some fun music? Why can't we all just get along and have fun? Okay, well, we're not gonna all get along. That's 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 one thing <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's one thing for sure. But I mean, over time, it becomes it becomes annoying. Too much. It becomes yeah. too much. And I gotta blame her because she also allow her fans to fuel shit as well. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Cardi B. It, the fans played a huge role, and I never understand why. If I debut as an artist ten years ago. And you debut as an artist today, as a guy, they will never say Rick is better than Darian. They will just say, "Oh, Rick is popping off." But the oh, moment yeah. it's two girls and this is they where pin them against each other, and I think the reason for it. And I think the reason why they do that is because they know if all of these girls in rap should should band together and really take off, there's no stopping them. We got all the, the big rap. If all the big rap names, Nikki, Cardi, Meg, whoever else is doing rap, because just like you, I'm not like, really big into it. If they should all come together, if they if they all went on a tour together, no one could stop them. And I keep saying we should blame these record labels as well, because instead of creating a formula to create their own artists, they always try to emulate someone who's already out there who's already out there and i and the biggest issue that a lot of other labels because labels want successful artists that generates more money for them the biggest issue that they've had is that they just cannot create a rap girl and mm-hmm. they tried so hard until atlantic luckily found someone to go against Nicki Minaj and just purposely created Cardi B for the purpose of going against Nicki Minaj, which is so stupid. And they tried it with they tried it with multiple other rappers, Lady LaShore, Cupcake. They all tried to get someone and they succeeded with Cardi B. Now, to really look at it to say like she has a thriving career. I don't know which brand new artist only releases one album and that album was like from 2017. Where's your, where's your, is it, it's sophomore, where's your sophomore album, where's your second album, it's been seven years, that's mad strange to me, mm-hmm. where's your second album, it's in the works, for seven years, I don't know, can't ask me, I mean, I know, <laughs> you know how many people have debuted, not just rappers, have no debuted idea. since her, and have yeah. released seconds and third albums, <laughs> I think I think my thing is that I think they realize that and she's very lucky for this 
Nicki Minaj is lucky for this. Nicki Minaj is very lucky that she has a okay. str- she's coming from 2010 where the goal was to build fan bases. She's very lucky that she has a strong fan base that stands behind her and mm-hmm. supports her regardless of whatever the situation is and because of that she will always have those people. And she still, some of the general public still like her, irregardless, or regardless of whatever it is. So she will always have people. So I think with Atlantic is that they realize that regardless of what happens, like they will never take her out. So I guess yeah. they maybe kind of give up. Probably. But that's what I got to say on that. Nicki Minaj, I love you. Um, I still want to see you in tour next month, but um, this drama is unnecessary. I'm sorry. We're too grown for that. I will agree. Very that. I don't have much to say. <laughs> this was your segment this week. This was yours. I can't that is take the floor. Funny shit. That is I, so funny. Shit. <laughs> this was all you. I had uh, not a lot to say about the topic. Some... I just wanted to hear what you had to say about it. And now I have. That's and some funny shit. And she also might be on. Well. This is the last thing I'm going to say. She might also be uncancelable. I don't even know if that's a word. The reason why I say this is because she's been through a lot of different shit. Yeah. Different years. 2018, 19, 20 is like, it's a constant thing. And it's like, she goes on a rant for five seconds. People get tired of her. Then, you know, she stopped talking. People love her. And then she starts talking again. Yeah. It's like a cycle. <laughs> it's a fucking cycle. But yeah. um, Enough of this. So, you know. Yeah. It's whatever. But. With that, I guess this is the end then. <laughs> dun 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 well yeah well with that guys we will say goodbye for now this is another this has been another episode of Shiggles I'm that guy Rickster and (laughs) ever so opinionated Darren bye guys But in anyway, he's in a haste to get off of this. Let me say the final thing. You can like, share, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to it. And don't forget to catch us in the next one. So we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>